gonna you're gonna start talking and then be like introduce yourself jack or what no we're already recording (laughs) (laughs) i just kind of hit the trigger on it and do like the joe rogan like let's just continue in and see what we got y'all anyway what's up y'all we're back to episode 15 right? 15 yes sir i should really keep track of those a little bit more i'm the happen. one who posts them all the damn time <laughs> it won't happen dude so like i had an instagram post the other day where like i put uh i put episode five and it was like episode 13 or something yeah it was episode 13 and for some reason you put like three different posts up saying it was five different episodes and shit dude just just not proofreading my shit bro fucking whatever but anyway it's episode 15 we're back i'm silly willy spilly this is fucking alex the phallic and our special guest small stack jack Probably the only man that has a smaller dick than I do. Oh, let's so, get into it. <laughs> welcome, Jack. How you feeling today? Well, uh, my tiny wiener did get a little hard while you were talking about it. Oh. So I went, I went six to midnight quick. But, uh, <laughs> six to midnight. Good. Thanks for having me, boys. You know, this is going to be a fun little time chatting with some homies. Yeah, it should be a, it should be a real, real good time. So. Absolutely. Well, what you got going on? Introduce yourself a little bit to the people who might not yet know you. A lot of the people that listen to us are from Cincinnati, so uh, you're obviously from Nashville, Tennessee. I've talked about you and uh, your brothers and some of our other family uh, throughout the podcast that we have done. So uh, give us a little introduction here, homie. Right on. Well, yeah, my name's Jack. Uh, I live in Nashville, Tennessee. I've lived in Middle Tennessee since I was 13, so 20 years ago. I'm originally from Cincinnati, Ohio, but you know, I mean, although I'll still always mention that, I definitely am much more influenced by <laughs> Middle Tennessee. So I've been here, so. Um, but yeah, I uh, just moved to Nashville from Clarksville, which is where I went to, uh, to college. Uh, I've been in Nashville now for like nine months. It's been fucking amazing. The city really is super beautiful. Uh, if you're into electronic music or country music, really any kind of music. It's, it's the music beautiful. city, bro. Like yeah, it's any it's type it. of music. Yeah. It's it's honestly just so much fun, you know, and, uh, you know, especially since I'm so into electronic music, obviously the scene here is like probably top five in the country. Yeah. It's so good. So. Have, have you ever seen the, um, who is, I think it's Bon Iver or whatever. Is he from, is he from Nashville? I don't know, actually. I've never really seen him live, though. No. Uh, okay, but I'm pretty sure it was him who fucking... I, I saw, like, a post that he had or something, and it was like, if you're trying to get into the music industry, Nashville is the absolute last place that you should go because it's just so saturated down there. There's Super so saturated. many fucking artists down there and so many yeah, people so- that are moving down there. And especially with L.A. being the way it is now where people are just, like, fucking done with that area. Like, Nashville and, like, Austin and those type of places are just going to start booming even more. So. Yeah, yeah for sure. And, and, it is funny. Like, uh, if I'm, like, like using, like, a... Move your camera kind of, up, bro, so we see your actual oh, face. Yeah. Any kind of a dating profile app or something? Everybody I talk to is like, oh, yeah, I'm a singer. I write lyrics. Or I play yeah. guitar. It's like, Everybody is just like, if you match with people in Nashville, they're all like, I don't know, pretty cookie cutter, what you'd expect for a girl to look like sometimes. It's pretty funny. Yeah. Yeah. They all wear the same hats, I swear. Do what? They all wear the same hats. The same hats? Yeah, 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 for sure, man. There's a... There's a lot of it, especially when you get some of like the tourists and stuff like that. Like I saw that meme that just became popular because like you guys have got worse snow than we have. Being like, what is yeah. it, four hundred miles or something like that down south? 
Yeah. Yeah, you guys have got more, and there's that famous meme of the fucking, of the, like, chicks and just, like, just skimpy ass dresses just walking through the snow and right. says meanwhile in downtown Nashville and I'm like <laughs> I'm like being down Bro. there I can tell that that is definitely a real thing yeah and the city doesn't stop like all through COVID like nothing's really changed like they set limitations but like Nashville kind of gave a big fuck you that's dude they were on the news uh for the fashion house party I was at that fucking party you can literally see my face in this picture. There was like a thousand people two months, three months after fucking COVID happened. And like, it was just, I don't know. It was incredibly irresponsible for me to be there, but I'm uh, I still uh, cool, zoning but. up to it now. Hey, fuck it. You know, I mean, dude, I, I've been a big proponent. Like when it first popped off, I was like, you know what? Maybe I should fucking be a little bit laid back about this shit. But after like a month or two, I'm like, this is just like a fucking flu virus. I'm like, I don't give a fuck anymore. I haven't, we went to a show, uh, a dirt monkey and fucking um uh zeke beats and space wizard show and like i started walking up and everyone's putting their mask on i was like oh shit i didn't bring a mask and my, my boy <laughs> miller was like he was like uh i got one in the car if you want it and i was like dude i'm just gonna walk in trust me i'll be fine and like they were astounded that i had walked in there like they didn't say a fucking word to me and they were like they were like how did you do that i was like Man, I've been doing this everywhere I go. If it isn't Chipotle or Panda Express, they fucking let you walk in without a mask. It's it's ridiculous, but whatever. I'm going to do it. Bro, it's, it's like that. There's uh, fucking 30 minutes, what? 30 minutes west of me, Ashton City, where I grew up. Like, dude, it's like Freedom County, dude. They don't wear masks there. You can't make them wear masks there. Like, literally nowhere. It's just like, it's like they don't, it's like they're not a part of, like, mainstream society. It's crazy. <laughs> but that's like, that's like Bible Belt type area and shit, right? Exactly. So, yeah, it's, those are like the fucking hardcore Catholics and shit like that. Like, yeah. we're still going to church. I don't have to wear a mask. Yeah. You can't tell them nothing. You literally yeah. can't tell them a fucking thing. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking crazy, dude. Yeah, I, th I think a lot of places, like, they'll have, like, their signs, like, hey, wear a mask. It's... But nobody, there's not many places like forcing it. Actually, you know, like they're not going to yell at you. A lot of places, yeah. I feel like. Did hey, y'all's audio is cutting out. Cutting like, out. It got really low. Like uh, I can hardly hear. You did I just jump us. up and down on mine? No. Oh wait, is it? No, it's it's working just fine on ours. But um, it just it just sounded better like for a second. Oh, I don't know. I, I okay, mean, so it's it's coming through just fine on our end. So as long as um. As long as you can hear us now. Can you still hear us? Yeah, it's way better now. It got better. Okay. okay. It's probably just cutting out. It'll do that a lot. When we did the Kunkamolar episode or shit, whatever, we did that on Skype as well. And there were like times where like he lagged and we just had to wait and have him re-say it. I mean, we're we're right. streaming this on the internet from a fucking 400 miles away and shit like that. So right. it's going to have a couple issues. but Get a better computer, sure. pussy. But yeah. Back to the fucking <laughs> thing that I was saying before. You know, I've seen every one of your episodes, so i got to be one of your biggest fans. I just finished 14 today, so I, I've seen them all. Yeah, we, I mean, to be has completely to be, honest. has to be the, the number one you're, fan. You're not yes. the number one fan, dude. I'm sorry, but like, Kunkamoler, Stolze, and fucking Lou Durbin, who probably will be our next guest because he, he has to be on it too. They yeah. like, they listen to everything the day it comes out and shit like that. And like, nice. like so we've really done a good job of getting like the people who support it the most to, to uh, actually be on the episodes now that we're doing this new little scenario. That we right, yeah, now that we're actually having people yeah. on. Yeah, hey, if you're a big listener, you yes, that's the perks of being a big listener. You get to come join the show. Yeah, bro. So that's how you guys advertise it. Yes, <laughs> it is, dude. I mean, so we, we're trying to 
the whole idea that I, that we had for like in introducing people was just introducing it to new audiences because like Kunkamuller's episode or whatever, it had more views than the episode we did before that in one day. It had twice as many views in one day. And it was just because right. he, he's been to fucking Clarksville, Tennessee. He's been to fucking Hawaii and he can spread that around to more people in a bigger fan base. This right. one, you're probably going to share it around down in Tennessee and it, it should fucking... It should have the same effect that way. So uh, we're looking for growth. If you are watching the video, I do need to tell you, hit that share button. Likes are great, but like sharing helps it grow a lot more than liking does. So, so yes. please share this bitch around. We're trying Subscribe. to go somewhere with this shit. If that's the case too, why don't you talk a little bit about like what you're doing uh, music-wise down in, down in Nashville and stuff like that, bro. All right. Yeah, it's funny. Um, you know... I recently got back into writing a lot like this past year you know, that was like a huge passion and outlet of mine for a long time uh, and that's kind of led me into starting to write little rhymes and stuff which is funny now because I don't produce when it comes to electronic music I just mix that's it but now I kind of feel like a real artist because here I am with all these half-finished projects everywhere it cracks me up I feel just like I don't know Harry Lou and Ish talk about that show all the time it's so funny yeah man, but outside of that what? Go ahead. No, I, I was just going to say last night, uh, uh, our cousin Rachel came over with her boyfriend and like spontaneously we were talking about like MIDI controls and, and, and doing something. And I was like, you know, I've got a setup right in my studio over here. I was like, we could make a beat right now. And Rachel and Matt were just like, fuck it. We sat here for five hours last night and just got drunk and made, made a fucking beat, dude. And it actually That's sounded pretty fucking legit. I don't, it's, it's beginner shit though. So we probably won't ever release it. And it'll be one of those things that's just right. like practice, but like we actually sat there and put the work in dude. So that's yeah. Cool. Yeah. It Good was a fun you, time. Dude. Yeah. That's tight. That's tight. Did you listen to uh Lou's new track? Yeah, I did bro. It, it, it's sick. I listened to issues too. I, I like issues a little bit more, dude. I'm, I'm a sucker for Sierra though. <laughs> I I mean, yeah. Sierra's so dope. And that's like one of my favorite Sierra tracks. That Ludaverse goes so hard in it. Oh, dude, it's so her like, best track is, uh, what's that fucking old popular, like what DJs would play is like a song. Why don't you stop it? Everybody get on the flow. Tell oh, somebody that that about track. it. We about to get it on. Let me see you. One, one two step. step. I love it when you one, one two step. step. <laughs> that song, bro. Ooh, that's a jam. That's a good that's one. Nice. Hey, that's nice. That's sexy, baby. Freak leak with fucking what's his name? God damn. What is it? Petey Pablo. Freak leak. That's that track. <laughs> Petey Pablo, motherfucker. <laughs> what? Dude, yeah, you don't want to talk about Freak Leak with Sierra? Oh, God damn it, dude. It's, there's this one line and it cracks me up, dude. Fucking, what does he say? Stavi would rip it right now. It was so fucking good. But, oh, fuck. I wish I remember what the fuck it was. Yeah. It's one of my favorite Sierra tracks. That was, uh, in case you guys didn't understand where I was coming from on that. Petey <laughs> <laughs> Pablo. Dude, fucking Jack's looking like a goddamn crackhead moving around so much with the fucking computer bro, up there, I'm bro. Up yeah. I'm not even wearing pants. You know, yeah. this is great. Ooh, yeah. just boxering this thing, or are we straight commandoing this right now? No, yeah. <laughs> no, the dick's covered. You know, okay, I have okay. running around in an extra. Don't want to give the people yeah, a free show. I'm not wearing them. The only reason I'm wearing a shirt is because I want to be somewhat presentable. That's fair. Somewhat presentable, dude. I mean, you're never going to pull a legendary move like my first year at Bonnaroo not putting a shirt on for four days straight. <laughs> Did you get sunburnt? <laughs> oh, hell yeah. I, was, I mean, that <laughs> sounds but, awful. But at the same time, like, if you go to fucking music festivals with, like, 
us especially, like the real party happens at nighttime. Like the night owls come the fuck out, dude. Like we're up to like four or five in the morning. I'm still just cooling without a shirt, dude. It's, it's probably that year though. It was like one of the hottest ones y'all had, wasn't it? It was like in the nineties the whole weekend and just sun what? beating down. Were you, was that 2018? Uh, I believe it was 2018. Yeah. It might've yeah. been 2017. No, it was 2018. No. Cause 2017 was Bunbury when you introduced me to bass nectar for the first time. That's right, bro. Yeah, bro. Uh, yeah, dude, thank you. Because now I'm in the game, out here mixing and shit. We're working on a new mixtape, putting songs together last night. It's fucking it's going everything. down, bro. It really is, man. Yeah, we got fucking big things coming. And I know you got shit planning down there for like live shows and stuff like that. Y'all started yeah. that little like wubs thing that you have going on. And that's done nothing but expand. And now that they're kind of like laxing up on... um on like actual restrictions for COVID and shit, you guys should be able to make some serious moves next year. Yeah. For sure. We've, we, I think we're going to forego anything in the spring. It's already really saturated with the homie events down here. Mm -hmm. And even though I'm respected in the community, I'm going to try not to step on toes anywhere I can, you know, like, right. so I'd basically, I'm going to support my homies festivals by actually attending instead of planning events. that's going to pull from there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, just like, I'm, I'm going to shoot for a bigger event in summer. Hopefully we can find a good venue venue we like. Um, we're going to go back to Aaron, Tennessee, where we did Wubs by the Pool at some point. But we have some work to do on that land. We're going to make it basically um, just more friendly for people who come. So. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Now, the venue is going to be a big thing because as much as uh, I do love that little uh, setting that you had over there in Aaron, Tennessee, it was out in the fucking Boonies. <laughs> nobody had fucking cell phone service at no, all sir. i was That's i was trying i was trying to live stream like the entire event like we had like what eight artists and stuff and i was going to live stream all of them and like the internet was such an issue that i was like i'm not even going to try to do this right now like it's just it, it it's too much but yeah, for yeah. sure. And that's the thing about finding venues and stuff. Like, there's a place that just opened up. Uh, I don't, I'm not sure if it just opened up uh, in Newport uh, or if it's been there and they just had, like, the EDM uh, artists start coming and shit like that. But um, they had their New Year's event, which was, like, Arm & Hammer and shit like that. And yeah. uh, it apparently the car barn or whatever at 11 o'clock when it was supposed to be curfew or whatever, because he's playing till like midnight or something like that and no it was at midnight when the show was supposed to end they're like they got a call and they got a noise ordinance they're like you need to turn it the fuck down because they were just blaring fucking pk sound so they turned Damn. the bass off for like the last half an hour of the show and then they had that dirt monkey show that i talked about before that was scheduled to go there but they had so many issues with the with the venues that <laughs> what are you laughing like about <laughs> let him fucking delay him like this dude i was about, I was this, about dude. to start talking sexy dude oh but, dude it's it's a pain me like one of your french girls but, type of but, but, yeah, yeah really but yeah they had to completely uh what was that <laughs> i might show a little nipple later dude Ooh. you go ahead and show some fucking nipple bro i already told harmeyer this might be the most like homo episode that we've ever done <laughs> it really might dude hey but, man yeah. i present myself to all comers you know yeah. holes is what was that you you lagged out there for a second Holes is holes. Holes is holes. Okay, Jack. This Put that on the man's gravestone. Holes is holes, baby. Yeah. 
shit. This is going everywhere. I what? think just because, so I, I'm not somebody, I don't I don't really listen to any EDM music, Jack. I, as much as I know is just from what Keith and Miller have talked about around me. My favorite part, um, and you kind of got into it before, is the names of some of these people. Like, you guys are talking Space Monkeys, uh, Zonky Donks, uh, you know, Lights <laughs> and the Bing Bang Booms. What What is your performing name? Is that what you would call it? Your DJ name? Yeah, what's your DJ name? So I have I have like five, but my two most popular are Crop Top, in which I literally don a crop top during my <laughs> sets. Yeah. And White Zen, which is like Crop Top's really like more aggressive, like underground electronic music, you know, uh, basically dubstep. Mm. Whereas White Zen is more laid back, kind of like chiller vibes which is a lot of fun to do just because not everyone always wants to fucking go hard and fucking headbang. Sometimes right. you want just vibe to back music. some wine. Dude, yeah. there, yes. was, there was one day where he sent me like all the different personas that he had planned. This was before <laughs> he started DJing. My favorite one was DJ, DJ Dumpster Trash, bro, or some Ooh. shit like that. <laughs> I still do DJ Basement Trash. I'm actually, that's my persona, the one I do parties like tonight. So I'm going to be Basement Trash tonight. You basement are. Trash. It's that just is like, just that one's amazing. just like a live performance, like in someone's basement, like a homie party type thing. Yeah. And like, I always go by Basement <laughs> Trash when I prepare this little. That way, if I suck, it's like, well, that was Basement Trash. That was <laughs> that's, a hey, that, yeah, you that's got a Basement Trash fucking set. Yes. yes. You, I mean, you've said, I mean, shit. people, yeah, they can't expect too high of Basement Trash. It's <laughs> <They're> just <laughs> like, whatever. Yeah, that's actually, I mean, that's a great marketing ploy. <laughs> that's fucking And how, how long have you been um, DJing? How long have you been spinning the discs, as we say in the business? Bro, literally, like, what is it, February 20th? I, my DJ career started in late September. I went to a drive-in electronic show down here with some homies. We threw this big after party at this dope B&B we were at. And my buddy, I, he got a little too loose, sort of put it that way, <laughs> while, he, while he was DJing. And in the middle of it, like, I was there. He was like, bro, select tracks for me. I can't even think. And how he was just doing all the transitioning. Eventually, he couldn't even do that. He was like, bro, this is how you do this. This is how you do that. Take over. And that's how my DJ started. Jesus. I didn't see at the party. Dude, it was, it was terrible. My transitions were so bad, but I was playing bangers, bro. <laughs> bro, I remember he, he did that. And, like, they had a show that they were going down there that I was supposed to play at. Um, but, but it was, like, legitimately a week after this had happened and he starts like throwing himself at the beginning of the lineup and me and me and his brother Stav are like like dude you need to like chill out bro you're not just gonna go up on stage and just start ripping apart tracks and shit like that hey. and he sent me this video dude of him doing this transition it was like he'd been doing it for like two days he was on the he didn't even have a mixer at this point he was just on his fucking computer and on my laptop. he was on his laptop and this song was playing and he just slowly turned up the volume on another track and turned out the other one he just hey. had his hand on the laptop just that's fucking it in the that's fucking dj basin trash baby <laughs> Dude, that's just getting his i texted him the, i texted him right after that i was like bro you didn't anything right there you just danced in front of the screen the baby steps bro those are the baby steps baby so steps man. yeah man and uh, you 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 killed it your fucking transition from your first mixtape to your second mixtape you did I, I i called you up immediately after i w heard the second mixtape i was like dude that was so much better 
so yeah. much better. You really started fucking, it started clicking with you, I could tell. The other one yeah. had a couple ones, but the other one was so vibey too. I, I love that. Yeah, uh, yeah. They, they're both <laughs> good, but the fucking second one just way better. Yeah, way I mean that's just, that's just the full persona of basement trash. Yeah. Like, that's like yeah, well, you started uh, out as basement trash, and when you finish your DJing, it, like when you're at the top of your game, you're like penthouse sex. But it was your a name crop or something. Top. It was <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, that would be awesome if you're like yes, you transitioned your name with how bet how much better you're getting at yeah. DJing. Yeah. It's like the evolution, like I'm a Pokemon. Yes, yes, yeah. Your Charizard is penthouse sex. Have you ever heard about, Jack, have you ever heard about... i water on my laptop. Yeah. Have you ever... <laughs> Jesus, a fucking mess, dude. I knew this was going to be a hell of a podcast, but... Uh, have you ever heard my idea for, like, doing a, a stage thing where, like... I got the idea from someone told it to me, but we were talking about LS Dream when we went to see the Wakan tour or whatever, and, like... He was spinning these tracks, man, and like all of a sudden he starts getting really weird on stage and like starts slowly backing up and he just puts his hands out like this and like the back of him just irradiated out with these like fucking LED fucking like like aura type shit on the on the visuals behind him. And I was what? like I was like, what I'm gonna do is right before a drop, I'm just gonna step back and just fucking get my ah! and like the fucking Dragon Ball Z swooshes just come up in the background, bro. That'd be tight. That'd be tight. That'd be real tight. That was my. That's my contribution. I want that on. Was that you? I, I want yeah, that on record. Sense. As I don't sense. know much about EDM, but goddamn it, do I? I'm a good ideas guy. Yeah. And sometimes you'll be like, "Wow, that sounds really stupid," and then you'll kind of think about it and be like, "Hold on, it, now this might make sense." Was it one of our early podcasts that you had the fucking DJNames.com idea? Yeah, DJNames.com. Yeah, I'm sure Jack remembers as somebody who's listened to all these episodes. Oh, yeah, I was gonna that. buy that domain, and then people were gonna pay me like a quarter like, to get like a DJ penny like a stock. Like legitimate penny stocks, dude. Yeah. Fucking, it's like it's like a penny for DJ name, but yeah. there's so many out there that he's just gonna fucking buy all of them. Yeah, if you ever want the name, because I already said the name Penthouse Sex, it's trademarked now. That's if you ever want to use that, you could just it's it's ten cents. That's actually a dope <laughs> fucking. That'd be a, like a really cool like mixtape or album name. Penthouse, Penthouse Sex. sex. Yeah. Well, I just trademarked those two words together. Nobody else is allowed to use them without paying me. <laughs> Sorry, that is a really good idea, but I gotta, uh, I don't know. Uh, I like the crop top confessions namesake that I'm doing. Yeah, crop top and white zen is so funny. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're, they're actually, both mixtapes are at a race to 3,000 plays right now. It looks like white zen's gonna win, but it was out like a month and a half earlier. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it was your, it was like your first mixtape and shit like that. So people are gonna fucking go watch it just because of that like let's see what they, what yeah. he's got type thing so yeah I, I bro like... i fucking have gotten ridiculously good response from crop top confessions like i still like i got a message today from someone who found it, it was like yo let me get a track like a track list like i love how much people resonated with that mix yeah are you one of those guys who share your tracks pretty openly because your brother stav's yeah. a little fucking hoe when it comes to sharing fucking tracks he doesn't do it with me but like he doesn't like sharing tracks and he he'll say it straight up right. yeah i don't feel comfortable keeping tracks to myself like i feel like if i really like a track yeah. i like to share it for the artist like yeah. it should be heard more so yeah, I fucking shout it from the rooftops, man. Like my whole goal, I think you know, is to help all these really yeah. talented get their sound heard. So like that's just one way I go about doing oh, it. For but, sure. I've told I've told people like like you can have my tracks, bro. Just make sure that you tell people that you got that track from me because that is right. like a thing. Sure. Like like 
I would think that me, you, and like Justin, when it comes to that type of stuff, we have superior song selection as compared to being like, well, he's a very technical DJ, but me and you, like, we're not as technical, but our song selection, like, bangs the fuck out. So, For sure. yeah, yeah. Yes, so I want people to know that, like, I'm out there finding those fucking tracks, but go ahead and take it. It's not my track. I just want to play it first, right. and then after that, you can have it. Yeah, I'll do that sometimes. Like, if, if I, uh, like I didn't share any of those tracks that I played in my inner space, you know, those ones that I found, I, I like kept all those until I played that. Then I share, like I started sharing them, you know, Got but yeah, it. it's fun to have like those tracks. No one's ever heard. Dude, my opener, like bro, the only people that fucking heard that were like people I showed it to. It oh, was really cool. Would you remember when, when I, are you talking about the second or first mixtape? No, I'm talking about inner space. When I opened up with that, are oh. you that somebody flip going into that fucking big facts track, dude, that shit was so dope. Uh, I'm not sure if like I remember it. I'll have to rewatch that one over though, but you were slanging tracks that entire time. You really were. Yeah. yeah. Hey, you were feet, you were feeding the fucking people. That is interesting. Oh, yeah. As somebody who doesn't like it, doesn't listen to EDM very much. It's very interesting that everybody kind of, the community always kind of shares stuff with each other and lets everybody kind of get in on it it's kind of cool that's one thing about the edm community that is that is a lot better in my opinion than most other music industries out there is the ability to like share music and stuff like that like people are out there just uh, playing live shows just slinging other people's tracks around mm. everywhere and it's not like that anywhere else you'll get in trouble for doing for that. Sure. right yeah so that's one good thing about the edm community that i that i really like it is a really loving community and shit like that too. It's it's a pretty good thing if you can if you can get past the music and like w we obviously love it, but like I I do understand why people don't really fuck with the music all that much. Bro, I can get anybody to like EDM. All they have to do is come to a festival with me. I will get I, you in my mode with me. I promise. I will have you dancing. I will have you fucking. Dude, there's something about it when you just tap into that like ancient primal self, and it's just like, dude, the beat of the drums around a fucking fire. Some cycle. people, some cold. people aren't like that, dude. I no, know people around here from Cincinnati every, that would have every nothing to do with has that. Has that? They just don't know how to access nah. it. I promise you. No, I see, you, every I, I've always been of the mind. So I'm, I'm a person who, if we're going out and having a good time, I'm bound to get yeah. rowdy no matter but what. One of those you people. could have jazz in the background, and I'd be like, let's, if we're slinging drinks, let's fucking run. So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm a bad example because I can just have fun just about everywhere. <laughs> so no, yeah, exactly. Oh yes, a good example would be like who song. Like yeah, like, I mean, there's there's definitely no people, way in so, hell. I feel you like get the, him to enjoy an EDM. I feel like people who are yeah much more into like the country scene, like they like the like '90s country, like the old style. Mm -hmm. Or like super old rock and roll type of stuff. I feel like those might be harder to change the minds nah, of. Nah, I don't think that because that's where me and him come from is like old school oldies rock and roll type shit. I guess that's not true. not not country music, but no nah, people. If you ask me, that's the best era of music of all time, like '60s and '70s rock and roll, like just greatest mu music of all time. Okay, it, then it, yeah, I was wrong there, but yeah, I feel like the country, the big country nuts. Yeah. Those those might be the hardest they to turn nothing in terms to do. of that. Dude, there's so many people who like back in the day where uh uh would go to like country concerts and shit like that, and they'd be like, they, they, I'd ask them, I'm like, why do you go to fucking country concerts? And they're like, they're like, dude, we go there for the girls, like cowboy boots and fucking flannels and shit like that. And I was like, you can go to any fucking show and see hot women. If I'm paying forty dollars to go to a fucking show, I want to see good fucking music. Mm -hmm. I want to see, I fucked my sister down by the creek. 
That I don't know if that's in anybody's that's songs. An song. That's uh, that. <laughs> I don't know if that's a legitimate song. See, I I liked country concerts because I am a humongous tailgating person. So if somebody's like, "Hey, come to this open field and drink with background music for like." Five hours, you go ahead yeah. and you count me the fuck yeah. in. So, Jack, are you pissing on camera right now? <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the very first P on your house hour Dude, rules. You An exclusive content. <laughs> exclusive content. That's hilarious. I was like, I was wondering, I saw you opening up doors. I'm like, where is he moving to? And then I just heard the trickling noise. I'm like, oh no. You were doing it, bro. Or you, he got up and the second he got up, I was like, this motherfucker is about to piss on camera. And you, you, you were talking so and I see him just standing there in the mirror and I'm like, I'm like, this is really fucking happening right That's now. That's amazing. Dude. Oh, Jesus Christ. I love you, bro. I'm not sure. Are you okay with keeping that? Hey, I'm fine with keeping that. That's extremely funny. That's hysterical, bro. There was nothing on there. I could have been playing an audio file of someone peeing. It's no one knows. Dude, it's, it's just That's weird. True. It's, true. <laughs> it's just weird. That's funny. Oh, well, if you got to get it out, you got to get it out. <laughs> how how long have you been listening to EDM? Have you Has it been like a very long time or is the entire EDM kind of a new thing for you? No, man. I got into it. I guess when I was in college, mm. like 2007, okay. uh, funny enough, Adult Swim, like their commercials late at night, they would always have EDM going in like the transitions between shit. Mm -hmm. That's how I originally found like Flying Lotus and Mount Eden. And those were like really the artists that got me into it. I found Bass Nectar in 2010, 2011, the first New Year's Eve show he did in Nashville. And that was like when it really got me like super hooked. And, uh, Man, I've just been like literally addicted to festivals and electronic music ever since. The whole scene is just so much fun and liberating. People are just okay being who they are, which is, you know, very inspiring in itself. Right. Um, but yeah, it's it's just been, so it's been ever since. I still love hip hop. I still love rock. Not a big fan of modern rock at all. Mm. Really anything after the mid 2000s, not yeah. a huge fan. It, um, but it, it can be all right. It's, right. You're right, though. It's kind of rock and roll has been slacking for a while. For so. sure. Like, there's no one that, there's no band that I know of that I really just enjoy. Like, I used to, like, have a shit ton, you know? Yeah. 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 I mean, maybe if you start getting into metal a little bit, that, that, uh, that they might be a little bit better, but it's been a while since I've listened to that type of music. I still like it, but when I'm listening to rock and roll and shit like that, it's all old, old school music and stuff like that. Like, like, me and Max will get on these little fucking rampages of rock and roll where it's like just it's like mud vein system of a down fucking uh, oh, shit corn shit like that dude it's just <laughs> just crazy bro I still get like when I need a good fucking workout jolt and my normal mm -hmm. mixtapes aren't doing it I still go back to Deftones and corn the best machine. the best concert best concert I've ever been to to this day fucking slipknot at riverbend dude it was yeah, absolutely crazy i almost got kicked out when they played their fourth encore and they played duality i waited for that the entire time and like we josh josh had one these work fucking tickets though like you know oh, the, yeah you guys you, had good tickets yeah you where know you're the in riverbend the yeah they yeah. have like that intersection where like it's standing and then they have like a, a small row of seats right by that pit and then there's a middle section and then there's an outer section and then there's the lawn 
we were in that middle section, which is apparently all like VIP seating up in the front row of that middle section. So I was like on the railing, like head banging and jumped over into the catwalk and shit. There's Usher right yeah. next to us. He was like, he was like, you need to chill the fuck out and get off the railing <laughs> or I'm picking you out. I was like, I was like, dude, I'm sorry, but I'm getting this right now. You can fuck off. Like I was just getting it. <laughs> I, I missed work the next day because my neck hurt so bad from head banging oh at that show. Oh my God. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah that's a, uh... That sounds like a lot of fun, yeah. honestly. Yeah, One of my favorite rock concerts ever was Corn. Uh, me and my – Stavi came and picked me up from football practice. I had a game the next day. Had to lie to my coach to get out of fucking our walkthrough that night. Bro, went to this Corn concert, and me and Stavi got separated at one point and then heard this track we had been chasing. We'd seen Corn like four times. And I found this motherfucker, and he was uh, – what's, what's the term for it when you're on the top of the crowd fucking – Crowd surfing. Crowd yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Crowd surfing. Bro, they, he crowd surfed all the way to the front. And they let him, like, you know, they just, like, set him down. And he comes back to where he were. And then they fucking let my big ass do it. So I got to crowd surf at a corn concert. That was really cool. That's Dangerous wild. as shit. Like, almost dropped me twice. Oh, like, no. <laughs> no. It, 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 that's one thing. I, I've crowd surfed before, and people love doing it. I used to go to Warp Tour, and, like, the, people would just do it for fun and shit. Like, just start throwing bodies for no reason at, at all and stuff like that. But when you get there, like, to the end of it, and you're getting handed to, like, the ushers and stuff and the security, it's like... I've seen a lot of people get dropped on their fucking head. And like, I remember one time I was at Warp Tour, and this was when I was like 13, 14 years old or something. And there was this girl who got done crowd surfing, got dropped on her head, and was like convulsing on the fucking side and shit Ugh. like that. It was, it was really, really. You bad. went to Warp Tour when you were that young? Damn. Oh yeah, dude. Warp Tour was. My first ever music experience from live music was actually Steve Miller Band when I was like real, real little, like 10 years old. Nice. Looking back on it hell of a fucking introduction to live music bro steve miller band all yeah, time. you can even get behind some steve uh -huh. miller dude yeah yeah i can rock with that yeah but uh after that i started going to warp tour because i was in that band or whatever with roman and that was back in like seventh eighth grade mm. when i when i really first started getting into like actual band music and stuff right I was just playing guitar so like yeah we were really into warp tour and tried to play that type of music and like mm. so so we would go all the time okay yeah and warp tour is gone now r.i.p r.i.p it's a damn shame man yeah i mean really we're is. seeing the transition of like large-scale events like that anyway like who knows what's going to happen like post-covid if some of these bigger festivals are going to continue doing things the way they did um i hope so i've still got a ticket to electric forest they just keep pushing it back a year so yeah. like they've got they've got three um three dates that they have lined up for electric forest this year uh one in the original date in june and then two in august so right yeah, I yeah. honestly do not foresee us going back to any large music events this year for sure. Um, and like you said, with everything that's happened with COVID, like it might have just changed the game up completely. I don't know if we're going to even start seeing shit like that anymore. Not at least the same way that it was. And to be completely honest, man, like those camping festivals, like we've been to Bonnaroo. It's fucking disgusting out there by day four, bro. It, it oh, really is. I get sick every time I go to one of those big festivals. <laughs> every time. Bro, yeah. It's a commitment, dude. Like I always come back with battle scars. Oh yeah, uh, Wook flu is a Wook flu is definitely a thing. You go and you got you get sick afterwards every time. Well, oh, really? People out there doing weird stuff like boofing each other. <laughs> <laughs> they need Jesus is what they need. They, they do need some Jesus. Don't be stealing yeah. my lines either, motherfucker. I, mean, I will come down to Cincinnati or to I Tennessee used to say and slap you. Jesus, but that's no longer, you know, 
acceptable in the community, unfortunately, because he's <laughs> another one of these fucks who does crazy shit. People just getting canceled left and right, man. Who, who are you talking about? Space Jesus. Space Jesus. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I've heard a little bit about those Space Jesus, like, sexual accusations and shit like that, and I, I, don't, I don't know about him. He's That's a little... I think he <laughs> I, might deserve that one a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's... There's some... Yeah. Yeah, there's some fuck shit in there. For sure. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's some fuck there's shit. There's not a... I mean, just judging by your stories that you've had at Bonnaroo and any other events like that, I mean, there isn't Jesus in sight. Within miles of that place, yeah. there isn't dude, a sign actually, of Jesus. Do you remember at Bonnaroo that one? Do you remember Dan, dude? The finger-walking dude? Yeah. He could dance his ass off. We met this dude named Dan from Alabama, yeah. and... And uh, he was um, he was this really cool dude. We chilled with him the whole weekend. He had some serious dance moves. He did this like finger dancing thing where like it was legit as fuck when he did it. It, it, it was so yeah. cool. But I remember there was one point in there where he's like, he's like, man, I just thank our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ every day that I even have the opportunity to go there. And I was like, you know what, dude? I was like, not really my pace, but fucking what what gets That's you awesome. through the day, what's making you fucking have such a good time with us? Hell yeah, dude, let's get it. So right. it is there, but for the most part, I mean, people are more concerned about just getting fucked up and listening to music <laughs> at music festivals. That's, I mean, I go for the music and to party my ass off. Yeah, I go I like that. to like not have to worry about my kid. You know, like I fucking make sure he's taken care of for the week, and then I'm just like full send at a festival. Oh, yeah, I'm like. Form of who I am as a it, human being. It's you get to those festivals and shit, and the the, the beasts come out and mm. shit. It's you gotta <laughs> but go like, hard. Friendly way, in a friendly way. Like I'm like the nicest guy there, but like, yeah, I like to get down though. And <laughs> oh, for sure, I do need ample dancing space. Oh, for sure. Oh, dude, we clear out fucking like <laughs> like ten by ten yards. Oh space. no, dude, when we go in with all, with like that crew. Oh, well, yeah, have you have that shit, big of a it's spot. Like, yeah, it's not even that. Like we're big, but we throw our fucking bodies around, dude. Just like I remember the fucking bass nectar when we came up with the stanky bird for the first time. You just flapping yeah. around all through a fucking crowd. It's packed shoulder to shoulder. I was just thinking about that, yeah. dude. I felt so bad because like I was being such a fucking chode. Like I was just so. <laughs> the moment but i was being a dick dude like i definitely like should have apologized for like pushing people around like i wasn't doing it on purpose i was just dancing really like i emphatically, you know? i tell people i tell people beforehand and stuff like that i'm like look yo i was like i'm just gonna say it you might want to give me some space because i'm right. gonna be dancing and like i'm a big dude you might just get trucked and most people understand because mm -hmm. it's like yeah. It's like whatever. I remember that one time though. We were we were uh, at Breakaway, and some some of some of your people were like, these people are kind of obnoxious. It was Friday night though. It was the Young Thug and like Future Night, and it was just a bunch of fucking young fratty white boys and shit like that. And it was it was a pretty obnoxious crowd, but like they were like bumping into people and people were getting mad. I was like I was like stop it. I was like you're mad about them because of the crowd, not because you're getting bumped into. I was like how many times have we been the people knocking people over and fucking in, in yeah. the crowd and shit like that? Like let's calm down on that one. Yeah, I I, I mean in a much different setting. I, yeah, I'm always the person get out ahead of it like you said like hey everybody, just letting you know, I'm a big person, I'm going to be bumping in in a different setting at bars. Before I start chudging through, like before COVID when it's packed to the nines at any bar and I'm moving through people, 
I tell people like, Hey, unit coming through, like you're going to get some bumps. Like I'm going to bump into you. You're probably going to go flying a little bit here. Just walking through them slow as can be, but people love it. If you just give them the heads up, that's what it's all about. Dude. I mean, mosh pitting is a huge thing with, with rock and roll. And and like, uh, it was huge back when I used to go to warp tour and stuff like that. And I have seen like little girls get absolutely trucked in mosh pits. But the thing about it is you've got like, five hands in your face helping you up the second you get knocked mm-hmm. down it, it's yeah. one of those things where like people are in there to like hurt themselves and others but it's kind of like a mutual respect thing but like, yeah everybody yeah, just happens. kind of expects yeah. it yeah i i don't know yeah in a mosh pit jesus lord if i got going in there i mean nobody you gotta call in a tow truck to get me out <laughs> <laughs> you're fucking stupid bro. i can't stand you <laughs> anyway, speaking of tow tracks, uh, your electric might be out, kind of like Texas. <laughs> oh, dude, yeah, yeah, sure. Transition, like, yeah, tow trucks, hell of a electric, seg- Texas. <laughs> hell of a segue. Texas, you get nothing but good segues over I, here. I, I rules. For anybody, anybody not knowing what's going on with Texas, I didn't write down a ton of information, but yeah, there was at some point about 15 million people in Texas that did not have power because their entire grid just got shut down basically um, because of ice storms coming in like that. I mean, you guys are in Tennessee. I imagine you didn't have any problems uh, with, with I mean, I know you guys had massive storms, uh, snowstorms coming. Did you guys have power outage problems? Some places, but we're definitely more equipped to deal with this shit than Texas. Right. Zero prep. Dude, it sucks for them. Like legitimately, like, dude, there was a, a video going around of this lady she, they had like stored a bunch of water in their bathtub because they didn't know if they were going to have running water. And the fucking bathtub completely froze over. Like it was that fucking cold oh, fuck. consistently. <laughs> no one could even their houses. You know, like it was just like no space heaters. It's just like mm-hmm. fucking nuts. Like that's like apocalypse shit for a week when you're not prepared. Like some people yeah. have never that in their entire life, you know? Yeah, but the right. big thing about it is that why, why people are so up in arms about it is like they, uh, they were warned and this isn't the first time it's happened, maybe not to this extent, but it, it was like they've recommended like, hey, you should winterize your fucking electrical shit so that you don't have fucking blackouts if it gets the coldest shit. And then it happened and like millions yeah. of people were freezing in their fucking houses mm. over this past week i feel like i, didn't it, I can't wrap around my huh? brain to texas having storms like right snow problems yeah i mean well, well that's the thing about it texas i mean it's down south and it's usually hot but uh, uh, the northern part of texas which was like the one that was most hit i thought it got decently cold up in northern texas i thought it was weather like maybe not quite like midwest but i'm pretty sure it gets down to like the 40s and shit like that during the winter. Yeah, I, it, it, that makes sense. Like, I mean, I'm sure it gets cold, you know, occasionally for that. It's just like the fact that it was cold and like that storm front hit the way it did. It was just like a really weird angle and shit too. But I mean, honestly, I mean, this is what's going to keep, I mean, continue happening throughout our lifetimes. Like fucking climate change is fucking real. The weather's going to get crazier and crazier. Yeah. And that was the thing that I didn't like about the whole thing. I think it was like the Senator, I think they said Abbott, they were trying to uh, to blame like the green deal and shit for the reasons why because a lot of their wind turbines and shit froze over or whatever but right. only 20% of the power in Texas is is from wind turbines the the other 80% is based off like natural gas they call yeah. it thermal so natural gas and fucking uh um apparently nuclear was fucking put in there too but like 
Sure. It, it, actually, it, Texas is like one of the worst for like not having renewable energy. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. So it, it, yeah. It's a big oil state. What do you expect? They're gonna run on petroleum. Exactly. Right. Exactly. But yeah, trying to blame like the green deal and shit for shit that you were fucking warned about and that you could have done something about. Like like fuck off. Well, now everybody everybody wants to point a finger at something. It's never. Yeah. It's never your own fault. It's always somebody yeah. else's fault. The, was... the whole thing about fucking Texas randomly getting this below freezing ice storm and shit like that is just more to prove that, like, the climate is changing. Like, we should do something about mm. it. But the, no one wants to have that conversation. It was actually, Texas. it was very funny. Um, so, yeah, Senator uh, Ted Cruz. Yeah. He uh, he basically like yeah after like two days of being without power he just left town he's like okay well f Bro, all of this yes I saw that yeah he went to I think he went to Cancun, Cancun. maybe he yeah he went Cancun. to went to Cancun, Cancun and then Twitter bullied him so badly that he came back the next day to Texas and then uh, in like a big article thing he blamed his daughters uh, for so, going to Cancun it was unbelievably he was just like oh yeah I mean I just have two girls they, they really wanted to go on a vacation uh, it just so happens that the timing matched up so uh, yeah, it was hilarious if you're a fucking if you're a politician like that though that's such a weak excuse oh. it's your responsibility oh. to be there during these situations thousand percent None of them have good excuses for yeah, any of the shit that they do, but do, nothing never. changes. It's like no one cares. You can just say whatever you want, and it's just like whatever. You're gonna get reelected anyway, so fuck it. It's that so is ridiculous. true. There, there really isn't. There's like zero accountability. I'm, I am not a politics person because I feel like it's zero accountability across the board. Doesn't matter yeah. what's that. I mean, just you can make empty promise after empty promise, and then nobody cares if you actually back it up. Because the people right. that hate you will say you're doing nothing, and the people that love you will just be like, "Oh, he's doing everything he can." So, I just feel like it's a, a just a, a door that just keeps swinging back and forth, and yeah, it's man. never going to get fixed. Politics are absolutely crazy. Well, with, uh, there was a guy who posted on Facebook. I was reading this this morning. Like it was a wild fucking little scenario that went on, but. I got on Facebook and they were talking about the Texas power outages and shit. And the dude posted, he was like, he's like, Biden's done absolutely nothing to, to help Texas. He's like, I know someone who would have. And then like, it just got into this Facebook argument. But one dude made like one small point and then it turned into people like arguing his point, but they didn't really say anything political. And then it just turned into like straight up, the dude was gay and it turned into just like straight up homophobic hate towards that person mm. and it was like very just inhumane and like like was some of the worst shit i've ever seen like just legitimately like hating on him for being gay and calling his boyfriend a, a cuck and shit like that it was it was fucking ridiculous yeah, dude it, it was uh i mean it's like embarrassing just yeah. because we we know all these people we grew up in the same city on the west side of cincinnati with these people so it's yeah. embarrassing to see because and that's i mean politics is so not politics, but like arguing politics has become such a hateful thing. I know, and it's something that we should be able to talk about and have civil conversations, but never can because most yeah. people aren't educated enough on any topics to actually speak on them, and it just turns into insulting the other person because right. you don't have anything else to say on that issue. Yeah. So, well, the biggest problem is that it takes setting aside a person's ego to really like have reasonable discourse where you're open-minded enough to learn anything. And that's hard for most, most people, people to do. 
It is. I mean, no one really cares to, you know, every, mm -hmm. like, you know, every one of us has like ego for a reason, but like some people just let it to where they're like, they're way too overconfident in everything. Like they think they're right all the time. Mm -hmm. And it's just like toxic because it limits your growth entirely anyway, as a person, like you cap your potential by not opening yourself up to new things. So, right. It's shady yeah. to see. A thousand percent. It is shady to see. It was really shady to see that this morning, dude. It was not okay. <laughs> there were all people that I went to school with too. It was just not. Yeah. It was, I mean, it's tough. It's yeah, rough, <laughs> tough scene. One. Yeah. Yeah. That, that does suck, man. That's, that's, I mean, it, but it'd it be like that. It's almost like people are more, uh, like they're more willing to be nasty behind a keyboard too. Cause there's oh, yeah. like a lack of accountability. You have this filter. So like you really see people just be fucking straight up nasty. Like you said, yeah. like shit, I wouldn't like, I wouldn't say any of that shit. Like, I don't know. I guess it's hard to compare myself to what these people are thinking, but like, I can't imagine most of them would say it to someone's face is my point. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Oh no, yeah, there's they not. definitely would. There's yeah, there's there's not many people who who can do that. That's um, that's it, definitely the worst downfall with social media is just keyboard warriors. The people like you said, they they'll get behind it. Mm -hmm. They'll just spout off about anything they want to spout off about dude. and there's no accountability because at the end of the day they can just delete it honestly if they wanted to. If they right. were honestly scared yeah. about it, they can delete it and be like, "Oh no, I got, you know, I got hacked. Yeah. It wasn't me." And, and blah, unless blah, there's blah. unless there are positions of power no one's gonna like screenshot that right picture. nobody yeah nobody but cares you yeah. can look at like like youtube comments and stuff and sometimes the youtube comments are funnier than the actual video and shit like that just because of how mm. fucking nasty people are to each other a lot of them are trolls but some people are dead serious oh yeah people but are just mean those people dude. need to get real though so. And I like I like trolling people, but like I don't do it like in a bullying way. Like oh. I do it kind of in a fun, yeah. jokey way. Like you know, uh, like I love trolling people like actually in person. I don't know if Keith showed you my stupid. Uh, I did. I dressed up in this little fucking business. Uh, like not even a shirt. Like I had a fucking Santa tie and a blazer, mm. and went and interviewed people downtown, just like having off the cuff conversations. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. Yeah. It was pretty funny, but I'm definitely a big troll, but a lot of people don't pick up my fucking sarcasm uh, very often. Like, I'm never serious when I'm out there just, like, blatantly insulting people, but some people do take it that way, so I don't well, know if you, it's... Look, what? you have a look. You have, like, a kind of, like, I'm a big guy and I'll talk shit if I want to. Look, I, I have that attitude. <laughs> it's yeah, not just my you, look, but like, yeah. You literally will just mean mug while you like address people like my buddy Fat Matt does. Whereas me, I'm smiling, so it takes the edge off for people. But you don't do that. Yeah. You like so that's why people take that's, that. It yeah. adds to the troll for me though. Like if it's people think I yeah, I, I think that makes me a better troll, but uh, I I mean, it makes you a better troll. <laughs> For the people that are in on the joke, for sure. Yeah, but, but the people yeah, not in on the joke are like, well, that guy stinks. Yeah, yeah I know. Uh, yeah, may, maybe one of my downfalls, maybe maybe not. <laughs> but I'm not going to stop trolling people anytime soon. I lay off people a lot more now that I don't know. Like, if I'm not, I always tell people, like, if I'm not insulting you, I don't like you. Like, straight right. up. It's a, yeah. it's a playful, like, ribbing thing. Yeah. 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 And it's, I don't know. It's, it's just like a fun way to guys just tend to do that. Like I do that with all my homies and it's just like kind of pointlessly talk shit to people that I've been friends with my whole life. Like right. it just, I don't know a way we communicate. It, it weird. What we do. On it, it really weirds people out though. Sometimes like I think it's like 
like you just said, the way dudes are, but some people don't really see it that way. And I think maybe that comes from our family is really bad about it. Like you go You're into right. like our family and it's like, it's like immediately when you walk in, like, what up dickhead? Like no one says hi. No one says, I love you. It's like, what up right. bitch? Like, yeah. it's just good, crazy. But yeah, I do it think does. That, you might be right. I never thought about that. Yeah. It might be like a family thing. Cause our family is like that. Like they all are oh, every one of them, every single one of them, dude. Mm. Every Uncle single one of them. Uncle Dwayne, get him, get Uncle Dwayne on your podcast. It's, See if you guys, uh, bro. I, I don't think that we could do that. My Uncle Dwayne is like, you think I'm bad? My Uncle Dwayne says some. Shit. I, See, I've met your Uncle you Dwayne a handful of times, so I know. And yeah, I do. I haven't met him enough to know how bad it is, but I've seen enough to where I'm like, okay, I could see that getting out of hand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. For sure. I've seen, you know what? I'm not going to say it. <laughs> I'm not going to say it. Steer clear of talking about our family. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to say that one because that, that one's really fucking bad. It was hysterical, but no. Yeah. But hey, shout out Uncle Dwayne. I love you. You're my dude. Yeah, I doubt he even knows that I have a podcast, but but if you, you are watching. might see it, and he deserves a shout out if we're going to talk about him is all I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Shout out Uncle Dwayne if you're watching. Shout man. out. Shout out to there Uncle Dwayne. Go. Speaking of family, Robin Hood, uh, another flawless another transition. Another flawless segue here at your house, our rules. We have really bad Maybe, Maybe, I tell you it's what, our segue on. transitions, I think we just keep up with them being at this, not making as, any yeah, sense Yeah, as long as we keep up with the shit transitions, it's yes, just going to turn yes. into speaking our thing, of, dude. Yeah, speaking of families, uh, Robin Hood trading application. Uh <laughs> So, I, yeah, and we've talked about it on here. I know you're aware, Jack, just from what Keith has told me. So, yes, GameStop takes a jump from $4 six months ago all the way up to $483 at its peak. That was January 28th, and now it's back all the way to $44. They had a uh, the Vlad Tenov guy, the CEO, they had a trial yesterday of him basically defending – what they did when they halted all the stocks when they got up to 483 and there's i think it's yeah it's up to 90 federal lawsuits against them just because out of nowhere they're just like oh shit we're losing our ass let's stop like i don't want to play the game anymore because they're winning right yeah yeah that's that shit was absolutely insane to watch because i've been in the stocks for like about three years now mm -hmm. and this year it was like the year i really dove in but yeah just to see that happen like Market manipulation is a thing, fucking do it large scale in groups on Facebook, obviously. and that's basically what happened here at Wall Street Bets. Like people just were like, "Hey, do it," and mm. then and they did it, and it went yeah. up. More people like, "Oh shit, we got to buy this," yeah. and it just just balloons. Like it's literally, it won't hold value. Eventually, that stock will convert back to what it actually is worth when people sell it off. You right. know what I'm saying? Yeah, but and uh, uh, dude, above, you can watch it. You can watch oh, the yeah. people fucking, like, I got it. You just got me into stocks and shit like that. You can watch the fucking, them go up and down, and you can see the dumps and shit like that every time. Oh, yeah. And, like, you can tell yeah. right up. It's like, that's someone who has a shit ton of shares in this that just dumped all their money and is waiting for it to go lower again. So, yeah. Yeah. 100%. I mean, I do that, but, like, the thing about it is you have these big misses. GameStop was actually one of my big misses. I almost got into GameStop like December 26th. I was I was buying in. It was like 20 or 30 dollars a share, and I missed that entire balloon. I fucking passed on it. I remember thinking like, what's GameStop? Why would it shoot up? But I had heard rumblings like in the community. Man, big whiff. Missed out on literally thousands <laughs> of dollars. It. I, it was big. I, I missed on that one. 
Um, I made quite a good bit of money on crypto over the past three months. I've gotten into day trading and on Coinbase, mm. but day trading also limits my cap sometimes. I actually sold out of two altcoins. One's the graph and one's Bancor Network. Both of them has shot up like over 500% in the past two weeks. I think I still, I still make good. Yikes. <laughs> I'm saying like I made good money with them, but I completely limited myself. If I would have left in all my graph, I bought into the graph when it was like two cents or some shit or 20 cents. And I had like 12,000 of them. If I would have held on to those from two cents to jump up to $2 and 40 cents what they are right now, like that's Jeez. a ridiculous. Yeah. It's game. a massive jump, but Hey, what ifs, you know, yeah, dude, I, there's so many, that's why the stock market's so hard to judge. It's just all like the, like Wolf of wall street explains it best where it's just like, it's just fugazi It nothing, none of it will make sense. Like at the end of the day, it could shoot up, it could shoot down. Who, who fucking yep. knows? Yeah. Like that's, and it's fun. Cause I like betting. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, my mom told me when I was telling her that I'm getting in the stocks and shit, she was like, she's like, I got into it a little bit. I got out because I lost a bunch of money. She's like, if you really want to go into stocks, though, you need to play the game. And she's like, and it is a game. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, trust me. It took me all 30 seconds to realize that it's just a huge-ass game. Right. <laughs> it's a hard game to play, too. Dude, I've been, I've been, I've been, the amount of times, because I'm just learning. I've only been doing this for like two weeks. But the amount of times where I see something, I'm like, oh, that's green. And it's been doing really good. Like, it's been up 20% today. I'm a buy-in and just immediate dump right after yeah. that. And I'm sitting there with money. And I'm like, now I got to wait a week for it to shoot back up to where it was. So, yeah, so. For sure. But good on you for waiting as best you can. That's the issue though, because people don't take emotion out of it. Sometimes you yep. are going to get on and be like, "Holy shit!" Like, like especially I can't even imagine if these people who have millions of dollars in their portfolios, mm -hmm. you could get on in the morning. Like that's what was happening with GameStop. People were getting on their accounts and realizing in the span of 24 hours they had lost like hundreds of thousands of dollars. Like that's a huge difference, you know. On yeah. mine, I freak out. Like my portfolio is worth around 30k, and sometimes I'll get on and I'll be down 1500 just since market opened. Like I'll get up at 10 a.m. It's been open for an hour and a half, and I've lost 1500 dollars. But then on the other side, because I have a diverse portfolio, usually it bounces out, and the next day I'll jump up quite a bit. Right, so. it just kind of fluctuates in like a, a window kind of yeah. thing. Yeah, I almost feel like a smart way to do it is to like, because I, I feel like I have to check it all the time now. So like if I had serious money in there and I don't and stuff like that, I feel like the smart thing to do with it would be almost like to buy out while you go to sleep or, or trade out while you're fucking go to sleep and shit like that. So you're not losing any money. But that all is dependent on whether or not your stocks are up or down. Yeah, because like there's that. stuff like Dogecoin after the market that one day, that's when it took its biggest jump up. So if you're in the business of right. selling at closing, yeah. then you could miss that massive market. But I overnight. just like to be, my thing is I like to be able to watch my stocks. While I'm asleep, I, I can't fucking do that. So you can set limits and stuff. Um, I don't know yeah. if you can on Coinbase. I've been using Binance for all my crypto trading. I like it a lot more than Coinbase. It's got a lot mm. more fucking crypto on there too than Coinbase does. So nice. Yeah. What's the what's the fee per transaction? Do you know? It's really low. It's not like because Coinbase is like I put in fifty dollars into Ethereum and it took like two dollars out and like I put that in and it's like a couple cents on fucking uh, Binance or some shit like that. So yeah, yeah. So I, I need I need to get a little bit more into it and use it, but I, I'd consider checking out Binance. You added me into that one investment page, and I was like, "Does anybody know anything about Binance?" And like, I got blatantly ignored by everybody in it. So, it was whatever. <laughs> yeah, there's only like four or five people who actually 
talk in that group and some days no one responds it's just like that and then other days it's just a fucking message every time i've gone in there and like asked a question or something someone just says something about a stock and it moves on no one actually answers my question (laughs) it's exactly how it's gone it goes that way for scott too i've seen both me and scott post shit in there and it's just like uh, fuck you guys we're gonna keep talking about how good our stocks are going today (laughs) (laughs) they hate you that's funny. <laughs> I'm hoping, man. I got. Uh, did you get in on BNGL? I think you did, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm hoping that one goes up to what it's estimated. That'd be really fat gains. So, and since like I'm literally making most of my money off the stock market, that's how I. Mo- that's that's pretty much my income. I'm not throwing events right now. So, yeah, it's nice. I need that shit to keep doing well. Yeah. The yeah. stock. The stock market's just fun. I actually, and this is a. Uh, just another part of this Robin Hood deal. I know that we're just kind of talking about random stuff, but there was a kid, he's 20 years old. So, and they brought this up at the trial yesterday. He ended up committing suicide after this GameStop halt thing. I saw that. He was $730,000 in debt. And I have no idea how he got there, but he must have bought at the highest peak of GameStop. And then it just dropped off the face of the earth when it halted. Yeah. And he ended up $730,000 in debt. I have no idea how much he put in. I don't know. They didn't really release all, like, the facts, I'm assuming, just because he's young. But, um, yeah, I mean, I think that's going to be the biggest change of this whole Robin Hood thing is they're going to limit what people what people can and cannot buy. And then they're going to look deeper at your actual, like, your savings, checkings accounts, like, how much you actually earn. To give you like well, I, I think that's a bad example and shit like that. It is, you but can't, you can't hold what one person did to themselves because of I a agree. stupid decision that they fucking made. I just think it'll end up because that'll be their like big like. See, we're, we just did this because of safety reasons. Like I think. Well, yeah, and that that that's what's even worse about it is they're using fucking the death of someone. The the, the so, yeah. not even just a death, a suicide of someone to mm. fucking for their own gain. And shit yeah, like at the end of the day, it's gonna be the yeah. big the big kids kid to keep playing. Yeah. And they'll use this as like a, oh yeah, if you're like a small time trader, we're going to put more restrictions because of this one case. Yeah. I will say the one thing that's good that's came out of it is, uh, I have seen a lot of people start getting into cryptocurrency and shit like that after this whole thing happened with GameStop. Like it's, it's brought up a lot of interest in people like investing their money. And I think oh, yeah. that that's a good thing. So yeah, a hundred percent it is, but like, it's important that people understand the risks that they're taking, you know? Yeah. And that's one thing that I think uh, that, I mean, this kid probably wasn't taught anything no. about the ball. Right. You know, like that should be part of it. Robinhood actually has, when you set up an account and ask you your experience as a trader, mm-hmm. what they could, they already have a system like that in place is use that. Like, okay, if you've been doing a certain amount of time, we then we'll put you a little bit there, bro. You might want to repeat do, that. Do what? We lost you a little bit there. You might want to repeat that. Okay, what I was saying was like they have that, they already have that thing when you set up your profile where it's like, how experienced are you as a trader? Mm-hmm. What they could do is if you aren't experienced, just like have maybe not necessarily limitations put on your account, but like educational things. Like mm-hmm. if that kid was about to spend fucking like $20,000, for example, there could be like a thing that pops up and be like, hey, do you understand that this could drop at any time, blah, 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 something like that, right. you know, like yeah. to help educate people. Binance be does a, that all the time. Really? Yeah. That's cool. That's cool. 
because it is important, you know, and some people do lose a lot of money. I mean, that's how people make money too. And, people right. make money off other people losing money. So, and I'll tell you what, it's ridiculous how we live in like a capitalistic world, and like so many people do not understand the value of a fucking dollar, or or, or how to invest, or how to fucking properly spend and save your money, dude. Like it's it's right. really bad. People just don't understand that shit mm. for some reason. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I think overall, like you said, Jack, I think it's gonna be. Just because of how many eyes were brought on this situation itself, people getting into this market, I think it's a good thing. But if they they have to do it responsibly, like you have, you can't just be an ass like a jackass and be like, oh, this would be funny, let's buy in here, because then you could lose your ass. But I think as more people learn about it and actually learn how to play the stock market, it's actually pretty cool yeah. that people our age could start getting involved more. Yeah. Dogecoin's fucking crashed though. I am on Dogecoin. Hey, baby, I'm just riding. It's that rising thing. back up though. It, it it was on a steady downturn there, and then I, all of a sudden it's starting to kick back up a little bit. With stuff I, with stuff like that, you have to ride. It. I, I mean, Bitcoin was doing that same stuff years ago, where it was like, dude, who gives a shit about Bitcoin? Dogecoin, maybe ten years from now, we're being like, wow, look at all those idiots well, that didn't buy Dogecoin. Dude, I you fucking, understand. Like, like the difference between Dogecoin and Bitcoin, though, like... Oh, uh, yeah, Bitcoin Dogecoin can't actually be used for anything. <laughs> well, like, Dogecoin actually has unlimited amount of Dogecoin, which just, like, the dollar, well, it's going to keep decreasing its value because there's so many of them, whereas Bitcoin is finite. Once it's all mined, it's gone. So whoever owns it will just have the value of whatever it's worth. Right. Uh, so, like, right now I own 10% of a Bitcoin. Bitcoin's currently trading at, like, 56000 per. Mm. So I have, like, $6,000 yeah, worth bro. of... Tesla Tesla announced that they were taking Bitcoin, and it just shot up by, like, $10,000 over, like, a two-day period. Talk about market manipulation. Elon mm. Musk is just... Oh, yes. Energy. Yeah. It's hashtag Dogecoin, and it rockets. <laughs> yes, rocket he's hammering yeah. stuff. But I'll tell you what, though. I'll tell you what, though, uh, I actually had a dude who was day trading at this job that I was on the other day, and he told me, he's like, well, uh, there's a silicone shortage, and the, the Teslas are having trouble fucking producing their batteries and stuff because of a silicone shortage. He told me, he's yeah. like, if you know any silicone, or silicone manufacturers or distributors, he said buy in because they're going to skyrocket here soon. And I was like, I was like, I was like, you know what? I was like, I might need to find some of those so I can buy into those real quick. Mm. Yeah, because that, that is a, a growing market. It's going to keep growing. Um, but that was the issue that I decided to get my car instead of a Tesla three years ago is just because of the production issue. Sometimes they have it when there's repairs. They take a while. You order a car and like at that point, like when I looked into order, like, well, you'll have it in six months. It's like, no, nah, I want my new car. I'm like now. Right. They're, they're limited on the uh, amount like where you can power up to. Like we have in Cincinnati that I know of, I only know of one Tesla charging uh, spot in the in the entire city. I think we have a liar. Yeah. It's in Meyer. I think we have a lot. They're just not on our side of the city. Well, <laughs> like, yeah, the west side compared to east side, they're probably a lot more. On yeah, the there's probably a lot more on the east side. Yeah, here they, I've only maybe seen like two or three. Yeah, I know the one that you're talking about by Meyer, but but at the same yeah. time, I'm pretty sure you can charge those in your house, can't you? Yeah, you can. Yeah, yeah, you can get it set up to charge them at your house yeah. for sure. Yeah, yeah, you can have it installed. My oh. buddy drives a Tesla, and like I fell in love with that motherfucker when I drove it. They're so, so much cool. fun. Yeah, They're yeah. unbelievably cool. I've just sat inside of a Tesla and played with the little like iPad screen in the middle. And it's honestly right. so fun to just mess Super around dope. with stuff like put windows down to a certain percentage. Like it's, it's yeah. extremely fun. It is incredible. 
they're fucking they make you feel so goddamn cool yes yes like instantly way more of a douchebag and way cooler than i was 20 seconds ago yes if i if i bought a tesla i would throw out all of my sweatpants and like my (laughs) gym shorts i I would only wear like suits and ties when i drive that's never gonna be me dude i couldn't (laughs) it would be very funny if i just acted like a businessman just driving that thing around and just had nothing to it just had nothing to it. everybody's like oh what do you do i feel like there's a lot i feel like there's a lot of people who actually do that shit that goes back to what i was saying before about people not knowing the the value of a dollar and stuff fucking tiger king or whatever that dude who like Mm -hmm. bought the zoo like apparently had no money whatsoever and was like going to vegas and like like Hell buying yeah. hookers and just fucking spending all kinds of money on drugs and shit like that. And he didn't have it. <laughs> it was just People, hundreds of thousands of dollars in debt. Respect. Yeah, respect. Frivolous spending, dude. Frivolous spending. Frivolous spending. Yeah. People, dude, like, you like you said, man, way too many people are irresponsible with their money. Not me, dude. I fucking... If I got to live on 20 bucks for a week, I'm going to do it. Yeah. Mama taught me right on that one for sure. That's one of the things that I'm really grateful for about my mom. She is one of the cheapest people that I know. Mm. And it definitely shows through in me. (laughs) Definitely. Yeah. Dude, Grandma's Philly got me collecting change when I was a kid. I still do it. I've got with the quarters and shit like that. She used to fucking make us. uh, This might not even be what you're talking about, but I remember she gave me a little quarter book to collect all the state quarters and shit like that when I was a kid. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I actually still have like these old coins she gave me. Like I've got a fucking like a what is it called five pence or whatever. Like the old English currency from like like nineteen. I think it was like two. Oh shit! I got. Yeah, they're so cool, dude. Like they ain't worth shit. I've checked right. their value; they ain't worth shit. There was a uh, lot of, okay. them. but like, dude, they're still cool as fuck. Like they, you know, it's just like this ancient currency, even though it's not that long ago. Right, yeah. it seems ancient yeah. <laughs> for sure. I, was, I still got like Sacagawea coins and shit from the grandma oh, gave shit. me back then. Yeah, dude. Yeah. I actually I had one of those fifty state things. I don't know how many I ever got. It came in like this little cardboard book. Uh, yeah, I had and my I had book my, was I way had too like forty eight out of the fifty states or whatever back when I was a kid. It was really it was dope. yeah. I don't know. What I ever my, got well, my to. grandma got me the book, and she would keep her an eye out. God bless fucking Grandma Spilly, dude. I'm she, saying, dude. She, she's she's such a saint. Big dude. family shout out. She's episode shout out, Bro, Grandma she, Spilly. She used to give she used to give me this booklet of things, and she would like keep an eye out for certain states that she knew that I didn't have, and mm-hmm. would 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 save those quarters for me and give them to me as a kid. That's I mean, amazing. Grandma's all time. Jack, have you ever heard about the time where like oh, yeah, me and my parents were down? Yeah. We were down in Florida on vacation and shit like that, and my and grandma was watching the house, and like the finals of the Heat versus uh, um, I think it was Spurs. The Heat versus Spurs, where the Heat won, was on, and they him and my friends called up me and were like, "Is it cool if we go over and watch the game with Grandma Spilly?" We're in Florida, and I have like six of my friends watching basketball yeah, with we, Grandma Spilly. We just went over and chilled with Grandma Spilly and watched the game. It was so goddamn funny just being like, hey, Bro. Keith, hey, we don't really have anywhere else to watch this thing. Can we just go hang out with your grandma and watch it? And he's like, <laughs> I'm sure she would love the company, and she sure as hell did. Yeah, she was it, so dude. happy when we showed up. God love her. Yeah, gra- Grandma enjoyed the hell out of that. That's that old amazing. bat, she's going to outlive me and Jack, I swear to God. <laughs> that ain't setting the bar too high, though, brother. I'll tell you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I've, I've hit 33. I'm really proud of that mark so far. Uh, 40 is a big goal for me. <laughs> <laughs> but, Take it like uh, five dude, years at a time. <laughs> exactly. 
I'm not going to make anything longer than a five-year plan. That's just getting a little crazy. <laughs> yeah. and yeah. Yes, yeah. that's shooting for the stars, sir. How about you tone it back? <laughs> Bro, I got to ask, man. Like, I'm sure she didn't, but, like, did she make you guys sandwiches at all? She, like, she, loves making sandwiches, She kept bro. offering to make food, and we were like, you do not have to. Like, please. But she did. She kept, like, she would get up, and that's she'd just, like, look shit, in though. the fridge. And she'd be like, was, are you sure? And then she'd come back <laughs> and then like a quarter would go by and she's like, oh, we got all this ham. And it's like, I love you to death, grandma, but now we're all good. Oh, so funny. That's great. If I never would have moved, I was like a big grandma's boy. I used to sneak out of my bed and go sleep next to her, like downstairs in her house. Like until mm. I was like seven, Dude, I did that shit. Grandma used, to, grandma used to come over our house. I was telling Rachel this last night. Grandma used to come over our house all the time when I was a kid and just sleep on the floor. She hated sleeping yeah. on a couch. And that translated to me. I can't fucking stand sleeping on a couch because I used to fucking sleep on the floor with grandma all the time. Like, yeah, all the I did time. too. That's <laughs> yeah, bro. And plus, we're we're large human beings, so we're sprawlers. I told Jeff that one time when I was down at your house. He's like, "You can lay in bed with me." I'm like, "Dude, I'm a sprawler. I'm not gonna be comfortable laying in that little fucking twin size bed or whatever you got." I was like, "No, maybe if Jack's bed was open and shit, because you got that big ass king size bed. I'll cuddle up with you, bro." Bro, we did. Remember, we we woke yeah. up the whole house singing Creed. That oh, one. dude, that was, Lou was so pissed, bro. <laughs> did I bro, tell you about that? How we woke up for that that show that he was having. It was his birthday party, and we had those those DJs. I was talking about it earlier on the mm. podcast and shit like that. We. The, we went to bed like we we were just sitting there just fucked up because like I was like we're not gonna drink we're gonna wait till tomorrow and we're we're gonna do our damn thing tomorrow and shit like that and we end up getting fucking smashed and just staying up all goddamn night I think he got like 40 minutes of sleep I got like two hours and fucking alarm goes off we're supposed to go up there and get ready and like I wake up and just start playing Creed and screaming Jesus. it through their house dude. <laughs> yeah Lou wasn't too happy you but you know what when you gotta bangers. get it you gotta get it dude bro sometimes the fucking voice or the, the spirit of Scott Staff just takes you over dude. and you've gotta belt some Creed oh, lyrics oh yeah bro <laughs> where the arms wide open I'll show you everything with all Dude, when you guys, you guys love to sing that in like Ubers when we would go, or like if somebody's driving downtown and just. I have this, those. I have this thing where I just do the the creepers. I do it all the time. Me, Chris, and Max started that one night when we just jammed like their entire discography. When Max or when Chris <laughs> came home from the military, there was probably dude. somebody just listening now where they're like, "Oh my God, shut the fuck." Yeah. I don't for give, screaming I don't, in the ears. I don't give a fuck, dude. Creed, uh, you gotta scream Creed bangers, dude. Uh, you got to. Amazing. It's such a genuine. I put it in, I put it in my mixtape, dude. I put that song in my fucking <laughs> That shit was mixtape. My favorite part of your mixtape. Huh? That was my favorite part of your mixtape. Well, that was. It shouldn't have been the favorite part of the mixtape, but <laughs> it was such a weak transition. I just did it to fucking put it in there and switch the tempo it was good, a little bit. Dude. No, yeah. I loved it. I just. Yeah, I feel like it's a good I'll transition. I'll tell you what, the transition out of it, the transition out of it into Om Namo by LS Dream, bro, that was a fucking sick transition. It was slow and basic, but that song, that song's just really good. So I feel like everybody knows that song. Like everybody, so it kind of makes for good transition just because everybody's like, oh, I know what that is. Yeah, well, I whore the shit out of it. That weekend I was singing Creed all weekend and stuff. It became a thing. <laughs> and now there's current policies at all our shows. 
Gross. Is that kind of like our spaghetti policy? I don't, because I remember y'all doing something early with that, like my first Stavi Fest in 2017, but that, that doesn't didn't register when I was doing that. I was just being a goon fucking that yeah. night, dude. It was like, it was like eight in the morning. No one had fucking slept. Everyone was still up. And like, it was just that like delirious, like, like why the fuck haven't I slept yet? Just rambling nonsense and shit like that. And it was, I was on fire. I was on the heater that night. Real, real oh, dude, sometimes when you're on a heater, you you just don't want to go to bed. You're like, man, I am telling some good jokes right now. I, I, I'm not hanging it up yet. Yeah, that's why, dude, when it comes to the weekends, though, and stuff like that, I don't I don't sleep. I hate sleeping. The only reason that I ever sleep, uh, like, on the weekdays and stuff like that is because I have to get up and I won't function right at work. Yeah. So, like, I have to get eight hours of sleep. I'm one of those people who needs, like, eight hours of sleep. But, like, when it comes to the weekends... I want to get shit done. I want to like, like it used to be partying a lot more. Now it's more like working on shit. Like last night, like I sat here and worked on that beat with Rachel and Matt for, mm -hmm. for like five, six, five, six hours and went to bed. So, right. Yeah. I don't need three. I, I never need like eight hours of sleep. I would say if I get anywhere above like five, I can pretty much function in any capacity. It's this weird thing with sleeping where like, if I get, Six to eight hours, I'm good. If I get less than four hours, I'm good. But if I get that like four to right six hours, <laughs> I'm just garbage, dude. Just <laughs> absolutely garbage. I've had other people tell me that they're the same way, but it, that's just weird to me. I think it has something to do with your sleep cycle and like if, probably the amount of you like don't REM get, cycles. Yeah, that you're you, it, when you when you get like four to six, you like start REM sleep but don't actually finish it, and it just makes you more tired or something like that. I don't know. There's probably some. I'm not a sleep expert. That. I'm a sleep paralysis expert, but um, yeah. <laughs> are you now? Yeah, dude. Yeah, sleep paralysis. Dude, I've had you guys told me about that. You're like, have you ever had sleep paralysis? And I don't know what I didn't know what it was at first, but like. You guys told me about it, and I was like, I was like, yeah, I was like, I get that all the fucking time. And I've seen you guys told me to watch the nightmare or whatever. We talked about this on like the fucking one of our early episodes or whatever. I've seen the shadow people from that nightmare. Like yeah. I legitimately 100%. have. Yeah. Oh you yeah, dude, I've had I've had them talk to me I, in, in mm -hmm. English and in other languages. I've had sleep paralysis <laughs> where Jack has been kidnapped from me, like and like crazy shit. Yeah. And it's one of those but, things, once you have it, and once your like, mind has been awoken to it, like it starts happening. happening I, I'm very happy that it hasn't it's happened terrifying. to me because I, I think you and Max talked about it on one of our like super early episodes. Yeah, no, we brought it up because I randomly just brought it up. I remember that. I brought it up and you guys had no idea what the fuck I was talking about. Yes. We were like, what the fuck were you on, dude? And I was like, no, this is like legitimately completely sober, just sleep you wake up sometimes can't move your body and sometimes you see some shit that is we're not really awake either like you know like you're in your you're in a dream dream but, state yeah it, but there's theories abound you know some people believe that like when you were in that more subconscious like not your waking state like your logic and reason state of mind that you actually are transcending kind of like the filters that we put into everyday reality exactly. so some people believe that the things you see exist on some plane of like existence like yeah. in like the fifth dimension or the 12th dimension crazy shit like that yeah I, I don't really buy into that shit and i've had some where it was like i feel like i am still asleep and i'm just like picturing myself in my head laying in my bed unable to move and then there's been other times where like i'm definitely just like my mind is up 
but my body still hasn't woken up, so I can't move and stuff like that. Yeah, I'm not seeing anything at that point. I'm just fucking laying there and can't move. It's still an incredibly terrifying fucking feeling. Yeah, I'm ha- I'm happy just because yeah. it down. Da- it sounds like yeah, it sounds like I would just be so fucking stressed out in the moment to be like, oh no, like what is happening? Like just locked up type of shit. So yeah, I'm happy that hasn't happened to me. And I also like. I'm, I like when we talk about it, I try to get it out of my head as fast as possible Let's just see, because I feel like the more I think about it, the more likely that it's going to happen. You should go home and watch The Nightmare on Netflix. Yeah, and then go right to sleep. The Nightmare. Dude, I watched it on Netflix the and I, I watched that on Netflix and I was like, I already know I'm going to get it tonight and sure as shit, dude. Started falling asleep and like, it was just like, ah, I got to keep myself up because I already feel it coming. I'm, I'm unbelievably, I mean, I'm a massive pussy. I think people need to know that. I, if I watch something scary, I have to flip on something funny before I go to bed or I'll oh, like just anything. See, I don't think it was overly, it was a little bit more scary for like me because I've experienced it before, but mm-hmm. I wouldn't consider that one like an overly It might not scary. be, yeah, super scary. I've never seen it, but just anything scary. Like we wa- we started watching, um, have you, have either of you seen the Cecil Hotel documentary on Netflix? Dude, I don't do I don't do scary shit, man. It's it's not like it's scary, it's so, but it's also it's so it's more of a documentary on a hotel in LA. It's on Skid Row where it's uh just so many weird things have happened, like a ton of murders have happened, a ton of disappearances, a ton of like suicides. It's just a massive like it's the shittiest hotel of all time because it's like two dollars a night. It's more supposed to be for like homeless people to have just like long term uh, places to stay if they have at least a little money. So, uh, yeah, it's like this whole thing about a disappearing girl and, uh, yeah, where they find her, they find her like on top of the hotel. It's a whole thing, but it's, it's just like a creepy vibe the entire time I had to watch something else after it. I was like, I need to watch new girl and laugh. (laughs) (laughs) New girl. New girl is awesome. If anybody hasn't watched new girl, new girl is actually really awesome. awesome. Yeah. New girl's I, yeah, I I'll fall asleep watching New Girl it. all the I time. I thought that was a chick flick show. Bro, I mean, I, dude, the the three main characters that are guys, like outside of Jess, are all hilarious. Oh, like, yeah. Fucking Nick and Schmidt are legitimately fucking hilarious throughout the whole show. Mm, yeah, I mean, I would say if you like, I mean, and I know you I know you like The Office, you would like New Girl. I, for the longest oh. time, I was on the same boat as you were. I was Wait, like, is that the one with Zoe Deschanel? Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. That's my girl. I ain't seen the yeah. show, but that's my girl. Is that it's a good show, man. For real, it some is- episodes are kind of cheesy, but by and large, like I literally, I like him. Ever since they took the office on an alpha Netflix, New Girl is kind of like my background noise. Either that or yep. uh, Always Sunny on Hulu. It's just good. Like oh, and it's like awesome. do I? Oh yeah, yeah Always, Always Sunny. Is Always Sunny is amazing. Yeah, Always Sunny is pretty funny. Yeah, man, maybe I'll have to check out New Girl. I'm not really trying to watch fucking much show. That actually, the the hotel one that you were just talking about sounds a little bit more interesting. It's it's yeah, it's like a it's a documentary. It's supposed to be like a creepier vibe because it's like disappearances and yeah, when is it spirits? Is it a murderer? You're not really sure. But yeah, when it's like actual shit that's happened, that's the scariest scariest point in my life that that I've ever had. Is I got really into like the dark web and like the the stories of (laughs) shit like that. And it, it just, what a rabbit hole. <laughs> yeah. It, you find yourself going down a rabbit hole with yourself. There's like a high off scaring yourself in sometimes mm. and stuff. And like some of the stories that you read about the dark web were just absolutely fucking horrifying. And like it, just shit that I wouldn't even want to say on. Stream. <laughs> like, it, you know. Yeah. No. 
gonna get into that, but yeah, like that no. that that is because like I watched like Friday the Thirteenth or like uh, or Nightmare Before Elm Street or right. whatever, and I'm like these are so fucking stupid. There's nothing scary about this. This is just a bunch of dumbass teenagers fucking in the woods doing dumbass teenager shit. Oh, here we go again. for <laughs> you. I wanted to make sure DJ Cheese got his cameo since you know we talked about crop top and white zen. Yeah. Little DJ Cheese has to get his cameo. DJ Cheese. That was the little fucking inflatable uh, alien that he was playing in his uh, uh, inner space set. <laughs> it had to just. You just right bring in. that on every yeah, set. He, d- he took his arms and was like mixing with him. And shit. Oh <laughs> fuck yes, yeah, that is that showmanship right there. That is that's amazing. That is. Yeah, the, I'll tell you, I know how to, I know if, how to work a crowd. If yes. there is one thing that fucking <laughs> Jack theater. is, he's he's a showman, dude. You get that's him in fantastic. his element, uh, <laughs> he's something else. That's for sure. That's for sure. But on that note, we're we've reached about an hour and twenty two minutes. Uh, mm-hmm. I think it might be about time to wrap this one up. We're starting to ramble a little bit, get onto some uh, random topics and shit. So, Jack, thanks for uh, coming on fucking episode fifteen of Your House on Rules. Absolutely. Yeah, man, it was really fun. I appreciate y'all having me. Good combos. This is uh, an interesting way to spend my Saturday afternoon uh, a little bit off base. So, <laughs> yeah, bro. Yes, we'll ha- we'll definitely have you back on. You'll you will hundred percent be a reoccurring for sure. Oh yeah, we gotta get some other people because after the first two two that we did, I've had some people hit me up like, yo, I want to come on and shit like that. I was hoping that would happen too. Right. So I don't Fuck have to fucking right. search around for Let's people. Bring as many but... people as possible. Yeah, but yeah, hundred percent. That's super cool. And I don't know. I think these this is gonna air tomorrow, right? This will probably be on by the end of the day. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm playing that set tonight, so anybody that hears it tonight, wish me luck virtually. So absolutely, oh, yes, yeah, man. Good luck. Next time we'll have to get you in DJ person. Trash. <laughs> yes. DJ basement trash. Whatever. Basement fucking trash. Yes. But with that being said, stay trashy, fans. We'll see you later. Yup. Bye, guys. See ya. Later, bro. What a bitch. Can't stand that guy. That was good.